pig tracking, advanced pig tracking. Yes, it doesn't make for interesting cocktail chatter unless you're in the oil and gas industry. Hello and welcome to this podcast number one. I'm Mark Fawchuk from Pure Technologies. And for today's podcast, I'll be speaking to Jim Hunter from Pure HM on the fascinating topic of pig tracking as it relates to the oil and gas industry. What exactly is pig tracking? Well, let's find out. Oil and gas pipelines span for thousands of kilometers across North America. Each year, pipeline companies spend millions of dollars to keep these pipelines safe. And the most common form of safety is using pipeline inspection gauges, otherwise known as smart pigs, to figure out where these pipelines may break. However, knowing where these smart pig tools are located can be a challenge. And today we're going to talk about pig tracking. And with me today I have Jim Hunter from Pure HM, a veteran in the pipeline inspection industry who has more than 30 years of experience tracking pigs. Jim, welcome. And why don't you tell our listeners a bit about yourself? Thank you, Mark. Well, I started out as a welder back in the, in the late 70s out of high school. And after about five or six years there, I decided that maybe it was time to try something else. Tubascope was a company that a friend of mine worked for. They did an inline inspection, magnetic flux leakage inspection, it was called, MFL. And I got a job there. Learned how to inspect pipelines, learned how to live on a lot less money than a welder did because they didn't pay that much. <laughs> and um, I was there three and a half years and I got an offer from another company that did leak surveys on gas lines. And they also tracked pigs. So right. they, that's, that was the, kind of the, uh, the crossover. I went to work there. I did leak surveys and I also got into doing pig tracking there because I had pig, pig, pig tracked a little bit of tubescope just out of necessity. Basically built up a, a, a division that tracked pigs, then moved, moved benchmarks on pipelines, so tracking AGMs, and spent uh, six years there, uh, five years before Corporal bought them out, and then we decided that after a year with Corporal that we probably could do better on our own, and we, uh, we left myself and my partner Seamus and started Pure HM, and away we went. Well, pig track, it's in your blood for quite some time, it seems that way. Uh, tell me a little bit about pig tracking and, and wh why tracking can be so difficult. I mean, it seems like a fairly simple concept. It, it does, and, and most of the time it is simple, but it, it's, the, it's the times when, when things aren't, don't go exactly right that you have to be on your toes. We used to always compare it to being a prison guard. You sit around for hours and hours and <laughs> hours, nothing ever happens. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, and the lights start flashing and, and, and you, need to be, you need to be ready ready at that point because something's happening. And that, that was the, that's the challenge with pig tracking. It's, there are times when pigs don't go the speed they're supposed to go. They get stuck and you have to walk to find them, that kind of thing. So what is so challenging about pig tracking? Well, a lot of pipelines are very remote. They don't just necessarily put them in a handy spot. They, so they, have to, they have to go with the oil sometimes or the gas. So they're very remote areas. 
Uh, they can be buried deeply. They can, they're all different di diameters and there's all kinds, there's a lot of different conditions that we come around. It's not quite as simple as just uh, sitting beside a, a road and saying, there it goes. So with that challenge behind it, what can pipeline operators do about it then? Well, one of the things that we came up with a few years ago was our armadillo system. And we started building the hardware for that in about 2005. We actually tested it on the Baja 1000 on a sailboat race in the in in Lake Michigan and on the Iditarod. <laughs> Is that right? Oh wow, those are pretty For cool. <laughs> well, it was just the company we partnered with did sailboat racing and they put it on a sailboat once and we built a, a web page so they could track their sailboat on Lake Michigan. They went from Traverse City, Michigan down to Milwaukee or Chicago. Somebody else in the race heard about this and this guy actually raced trucks, trophy trucks. Right. And he asked if he could put one on his truck. His name was Bob Tompkins, I think, at Thompson. Put one on, on Bob's truck, on a roll yeah. bar of his truck. He went in the Baja 1000 about three weeks later and won the Baja 1000. <laughs> then everybody went and went on their truck. Oh, wow. And, and what, what they were using them was to do with the, they have chase uh, helicopters and chase vehicles. Oh, yeah, yeah. That follows. Well, they could actually get information through our boxes up to these trucks on, on the engine telemetry. So the temperature, the oil pressure, all those kinds of things. And then the guy driving just drove. He didn't have to be looking at his gauges as much. Wow, that's so, a great example of how of the real world. And then they then they got this was all part of testing. It was actually it actually made it the made the boxes it actually delayed the, the actual delivery to the pipeline market. But I did a rod they uh, through the uh, cellular company that provided the data trans uh, transmittal. They made a, a deal. These guys were a sponsor of the Diderod. Oh yeah. So they asked if they could go up and did a rod, and they ended up putting them on the did a rod, and and they were running um, heart rates and stuff from the dogs back through the up, and so they could go like, watch real time with the and plus all the all the position of the sleigh, you could see where every sleigh was, and you could you could see information about each team coming back through the internet. Wow! So it's, that's another remote monitoring, and it's really what it is: is remote monitoring. So for the most part, is that how your team came up with the idea then? We, we actually came up with the idea before that. Right. The, the genesis of the idea was safety. Yeah. Safety was the reason we, we didn't want people to be out in harsh places you know, where they didn't need to be. When you could go safe hours in safe situation, in pairs and that, and that kind of thing and make sure everything's set up good and then well, all the darkness and all the harshness and snowstorms doesn't matter, you can be in a warm room tracking the pig. Because I guess sometimes we forget that pipelines really go through remote areas. Yes, they, they do a lot of remote areas. They, don't, they tend to cut a lot of corners. They go, you'll have a highway that goes this way, or going east and west, and going north and south, and the, and the pipeline is the hypotenuse that goes, <laughs> it goes across the, the, the bad areas. So you're saying that you can track uh, you know, pigs without actually being in the field now? With, we have to have one person in the field to set the boxes up. Yeah. And that person's always out there, always out there to launch the pig and make sure it leaves the leaves the, the, the sender and it arrives at the trap, located. Yeah. And if it gets stuck, they need to be there to, to go find it. And if there's any maintenance that needs to be done on, on the equipment, they're there too. But we'll have generally have one person. Some companies actually rent the equipment and they have, we don't have anybody out there. Right. And they provide that person themselves, but we find it's better to have at least one person there. So I guess, uh, as you said, not only from the safety aspect, but also for the fact that uh, you don't know, need as many people. Uh, you're... Yeah, it's, it's, and, and that was the, the, the other thing is there's a reduction in cost, uh, especially projects that go longer and big, bigger projects. Some projects, it's, it's, not, it's not 
as economic tool to do it that way. Because if you just have one pig running down the line, to go put boxes on the line and then go back later and pick them up is two visits to a site. Whereas, um, whereas with uh, just going and tracking a bike, well, once it just one visit. But there's, we, we, the very first project we did was for a company and it was for environmental reasons. They wanted to reduce the number of times that the sites were accessed. Yeah. So we actually went with helicopters, laid everything out with helicopters, and then and they to reduce the the amount of impact on the land. So that was um, that was for Holly Energy from Salt Lake City to Bayo, Nevada. Wow. I guess with the sensitivities today about uh, the environment, that could come in handy very well. Well, and you think about all the the vehicles running and all the all the the the, the reduction in that alone is it's there. It's much. It's a much greener alternative. There's no getting around it. So it's safety, environmental, and cost effectiveness. That sounds cost like a and, and and also you get consistency because you have a consistent environment in which the pigs are tracked in a control room. It's in a controlled environment in a control room, and you have and you have multiple monitors, uh, multiple people, and and things are recorded so you can review back. And there's there's it's uh, it's a much better way to track a pig than conventional legacy methods we were employed before. Well, that's pretty impressive, and I can see why it's uh, so valuable to a pipeline operator. And uh, today we've been talking with Jim Hunter about advanced pig tracking. And to learn more, go online and search Pure HM. Thank you. Thank you, Mark.